the Way City Church, located in Woodbridge, Virginia, is led by Pastor Marlon Yearwood and exists to reach the lost and disciple the believer. If I gave this message a title, it would be, Only God Can Answer. Only God can answer. Only God can answer. Can you guys say that? Only God can answer. Amen. James chapter 5, verse 13 through 18. Our main text is going to be 1 Kings 18, but I'm going to read James 5, 13 through 18 first. The Bible says, is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing psalms. Is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the sick and the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. Confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Elijah, for example, verse 17. Elijah was a man with a nature like ours. He was just like you and he was just like me. And he prayed earnestly that it would not rain, and it did not rain on the land for three years and six months. And he prayed again, and the heaven gave rain, and the earth produced its fruit. The Bible gives Elijah as an example of a man of faith and of a man of prayer. And the Bible gives him as our example, for a reason. Maybe you, you hear this, you hear verse 17 that says, and he prayed earnestly that it would not rain and it did not rain, and you think, well, but he was Elijah. The Bible specifically says Elijah was a man with a nature like ours. Basically to make no distinction between you and him. He was a man just like you. Sometimes we see that Jesus did things as a man and we kind of say to ourselves, well, you know, but he was, he was Jesus. Even though he did it as a man, but that was, that was Jesus. So the Bible gives Elijah, a man with a nature like ours, as an example. So, 1 Kings 18, let's look at Elijah. We're going to read the entire chapter. And we're speaking today briefly about prayer. And, and, and prayer is talking to God. That's it. Prayer is talking to God. It is communing with Him. Prayer is talking to God and Him speaking to you and listening to Him. This is prayer. So what kind of man was Elijah then since the Bible gives Elijah as our example? 1 Kings chapter 18, we will learn some things about Elijah. 1 Kings 18.
Starting at verse 1. And it came to pass after many days that the word of the Lord came to Elijah in the third year, saying, Go present yourself to Ahab, and I will send rain on the earth. So Elijah went to present himself to Ahab, and there was a severe famine in Samaria. And Ahab had called Obadiah, who was in charge of his house. Now, Obadiah feared the Lord greatly. For so it was, while Jezebel massacred the prophets of the Lord, that Obadiah had taken 100 prophets and hidden them, 50, to a cave, and had fed them with bread and water. Verse 5, And Ahab had said to Obadiah, Go into the land, to all the springs of water and to all the brooks. Perhaps we may find grass to keep the horses and mules alive, so that we will not have to kill any livestock. So they divided the land between them to explore it. Ahab went one way by himself, and Obadiah went another way by himself. Now, as Obadiah was on his way, suddenly Elijah met him, and he recognized him, and fell on his face and said, Is that you, my lord, Elijah? And he answered him, It is I. Go tell your master, Elijah is here. So he said, How have I sinned that you are delivering your servant? into the hand of Ahab to kill me. As the Lord your God lives, there is no nation or kingdom where my master has not sent someone to hunt for you. And when they said he is not here, he took an oath from the kingdom or nation that they could not find you. Verse 11, And now you say, Go tell your master Elijah is here? And it shall come to pass as soon as I am gone from you that the Spirit of the Lord will carry you to a place I do not know. So when I go and tell Ahab and he cannot find you, he will kill me. But I, your servant, have feared the Lord from my youth. Was it not reported to my Lord what I did when Jezebel killed the prophets of the Lord? How I hid 100 men of the Lord's prophets, 50 to a cave, and fed them with bread and water? And now you say, go tell your master, Elijah is here, he will kill me. Then Elijah said, as the Lord of hosts lives, before whom I stand, I will surely present myself to him today. So Obadiah went to meet Ahab and told him, and Ahab went to meet Elijah. Then it happened when Ahab saw Elijah that Ahab said to him, Is that you, O troubler of Israel? And he answered, I have not troubled Israel, but you and your father's house have, in that you have forsaken the commandments of the Lord and have followed the bows. Now therefore send and gather all Israel to me on Mount Carmel, the 450 prophets of Baal and the 400 prophets of Asherah who eat at Jezebel's table. Verse 20. So Ahab sent for all the children of Israel and gathered the prophets together on Mount Carmel. And Elijah came to all the people and said, How long will you falter between two opinions? And Elijah came to all the people and he said, How long will you falter between two opinions? Kind of like the Laodicean church of Revelation, chapter 3. Neither hot nor cold. How long will you falter between two opinions? If the Lord is God, follow him. But if Baal, follow him. 
But the people answered him, not a word. Then Elijah said to the people, I alone am left a prophet of the Lord, but Baal's prophets are 450 men. Therefore, let them give us two bulls and let them choose one bull for themselves, cut it in pieces and lay it on the wood, but put no fire under it. And I will prepare the other bull and lay it on the wood, but put no fire under it. Then you call on the name of your gods and I will call on the name of the Lord. And the God who answers by fire, he is God. Amen? And the God who answers by fire, he is God. So all the people answered and said, it is well spoken. Verse 25, now Elijah said to the prophets of Baal, choose one bull for yourselves and prepare it first, for you are many. And call on the name of your God, but put no fire under it. So they took the bull, which was given them, and they prepared it and called on the name of Baal, from morning, even till noon, saying, O bow, O bow, hear us. But there was no voice. But there was no voice. But there was no voice. No one answered. Then they leaped about the altar which they had made. And so it was at noon that Elijah mocked them and said, Cry aloud, for he is a God. Either he is meditating or he is busy, or he is on a journey, or perhaps he is sleeping and must be awakened. So they cried aloud and cut themselves, as was their customs. They cried aloud and they began to cut themselves as was their custom, with knives and lances until the blood gushed out on them. And when midday was past, they prophesied until the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice. Someone say, but there was no voice. But there was no voice. No one answered. No one paid attention. Then Elijah said to all the people, verse 30, come near to me. So all the people came near to him, and he repaired the altar of the Lord that was broken down. And Elijah took 12 stones according to the number of the tribes of the sons of Jacob, to whom the word of the Lord had come, saying, Israel shall be your name. Then with the stones he built an altar in the name of the Lord, and he made a trench around the altar large enough to hold two seers of seed. And he put the wood in order, cut the bull in pieces, and laid it on the wood, and said, Fill four water pots with water, and pour it on the burnt sacrifice, and on the wood. Then he said, Do it a second time. And they did it a second time. Then he said, Do it a third time. And they did it a third time. So the water ran all around the altar, and he also filled the trench with water. He's making it more difficult for himself. And it came to pass at the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice that Elijah the prophet came near and said, Lord God of Abraham. Here's Elijah's prayer. The prophets of Baal from morning till noon, from noon till evening, were crying out, were cutting themselves, trying to get the attention of their God and nothing happened. No one paid attention because there was no one to pay attention. No one answered because there was no one to answer. 
But now we see Elijah. This is Elijah's prayer. It came to pass, verse 36 again, at the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice, that Elijah the prophet came near and said, Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, let it be known this day that you are God in Israel, and I am your servant, and that I have done all these things at your word. Hear me, O Lord, hear me, that this people may know that you are the Lord God, and that you have turned their hearts back to you again. Then the fire of the Lord fell. Then the fire of the Lord fell and consumed the burnt sacrifice and the wood and the stones and the dust and licked up the water that was in the trench. Now when all the people saw it, they fell on their faces and they said, The Lord, He is God. The Lord, He is God. And Elijah said to them, Seize the prophets about. Do not let one of them escape. So they seized them. And Elijah brought them down to the brook Kishon and executed them there. Amen. Father, we thank you for First Kings chapter 18. The chapter itself ministers to us. Father, we thank you for Elijah. We thank you for his life. We thank you for his faith. We thank you, Lord, for his testimony. And Father, I pray, Lord, that as we look at 1 Kings 18, as we read 1 Kings 18, and as we look at a few more verses, I pray, Lord God Almighty, that we would have the same faith and spirit of Elijah. I pray, Lord, that we would have the same kind of confidence and boldness, and I pray, Lord God Almighty, that you would use us in mighty ways as we are faithful to do what you've called us to do. Everything Elijah did, he did at your word. And Father, I pray that we would hear your word and do that which your word commands of us. Father, we thank you for the text. We thank you for the word. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. So what kind of man was Elijah? 1 Kings 18 showed us the kind of man that Elijah was. Verse 1, we, we learn from, from verse 1 that Elijah is a man who can hear The voice of God, verse 1. And it came to pass after many days that the word of the Lord came to Elijah in the third year, saying. And it came to pass after many days that the word of the Lord came to Elijah in the third year, saying, Go present yourself to Ahab, and I'll send rain on the earth. Elijah was a man, first of all, who could hear the voice of God. He could hear his voice. He had fellowship with him. God could speak to him could communicate to him, and he hears, he heard. Secondly, Elijah was obedient to the voice of God, verse 2. So Elijah went to present himself to Ahab, and there was a severe famine in Samaria. So God told him to go, and he went. So second, Elijah was a man who was obedient to God's word. Now, Now you have... You have different kinds of 
of Christians, right? You have some Christians who, as long as they know what God's will is, sometimes they may struggle to decipher what His will is, or it may take them a while to discover it, but once they know what His will is, they will do it. Absolutely. They just want to know the will of God so they can walk in obedience, right? But then you have Christians like Jonah, right, where, where they, they know God's will, they've, they've heard His word, they know clearly, they know exactly what God is saying, but they're going to walk in disobedience. They, they struggle with obedience to God's word, not hearing Him, but obedience to Him. And they, and they run. Elijah was obedient to the voice of God. He heard God's voice. We're looking at the kind of man that Elijah was. He was a man who could hear the voice of God. And he was a man who was obedient to that voice that he heard. He was a good steward of God's voice and of God's word. So he heard it and then he was obedient to it. Number three, we see that Elijah is bold. He was a bold man. He addresses a very large crowd of idol worshippers and he addresses them with the truth. Verse 21. And Elijah came to all the people and said, How long will you falter between two opinions? If the Lord is God, follow Him. But if Baal, follow Him. But the people answered him, not a word. Elijah is in the presence of 450 idol worshippers. And he is alone. So it may seem, God is with him, right? But he, he is alone in the flesh. And he's surrounded by 450 radical idol worshippers. We know they're radical because they were cutting themselves to get the attention of their so-called God. So he's in the presence of 450 radicals. And Elijah addresses them directly with the truth. How long will you falter between two opinions? And he's, and he's speaking to, to the crowd that's there because there are witnesses there. So he's speaking to, to the crowd that's there. Obviously, the prophets of Baal, they have made up their mind, right? They're serving Baal. But there were many witnesses there, and Elijah, he's speaking to them. And he's saying, for you guys that are witnessing right now, how long will you falter between two opinions? If, if Baal is God, worship him. But if the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, if he's God, worship him. So he addresses the crowd boldly. Then we see, number four, Elijah has 100% unwavering confidence in God. Verse 23 and verse 24. Therefore, it says, let them give us two bulls and let them choose one bull for themselves, cut it in pieces and lay it on the wood but put no fire under it, and I will prepare the other. And I will prepare the other bull and lay it on the wood, but put no fire under it. Then you call on the name of your gods, 
and I will call on the name of the Lord. And the God who answers by fire, He is God. So the people answered, it's well spoken. What kind of confidence in God? The kind of confidence that Elijah had in God to, to challenge these prophets. Well, Elijah knew a few things, right? He knew that there was no other God apart from the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, right? He, he knew that to be true, right? There's no other God that can answer by fire. There's no other God that can, that can answer like our God. He knew that. He was confident of that. But he was also confident that, that God would show up. That's, that's amazing confidence. And I believe that, that when we approach God, God wants us to approach Him with this kind of confidence. You know, when, when Jesus, you know, Jesus prayed for the disciples, for them to have the Holy Spirit, and He said to them, He said, and I will pray the Father. In John 14, He says, and I will pray the Father, and He will give to you the Holy Spirit. And I just, I just love that because the kind of confidence that Jesus had with his father, he said, I'm going to pray and he will. Why? Because he knew that it was God's will. So he said, I will pray and God will. And, and this is the kind of faith, James 5, we spoke about the the prayer of faith, this is the kind of faith that God wants us to approach Him with. Obviously, when we pray, right, we're not asking amiss, as the Bible tells us, to, we're not asking amiss so that we may spend it on our own pleasures, because those prayers obviously are not answered. But as we pray according to God's will, 1 John 5, 14 and 15, this is, now this is the confidence that we have in Him. Now, this is the confidence that we have in Him, that if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. And if we know that He hears us, we also know that we have the petitions that we've asked of Him. God wants you and I to, to approach Him with confidence and with faith. And here Elijah is, an Old Testament believer, and he had this kind of faith and confidence in God. So I love his unwavering confidence. And then verse 36 and 37, we see Elijah's prayer. And it's a simple prayer. And it came to pass at the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice that Elijah the prophet came near and said, Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, let it be known this day that you are God in Israel and I am your servant. And that I have done all these things at your word. Hear me, O Lord, hear me, that this people may know that you are the Lord God and that you have turned their hearts back to you again. The end of verse 36, I want you to understand something. Elijah said these things at the word of the Lord. At the word of the Lord. So, 
So Elijah, Elijah knew that God was leading him to do this. And, and I'm saying that because some people, and we're not speaking about faith specifically today, but some people get off in faith, right? And they think they can, um, they can conjure up, you know, they can receive anything that they, that they pray for. The Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord. What does that mean? That means if you know me and I say, if I say, Curtis, I'll meet you at Nando's in three weeks at 1 p.m. And, and if Curtis knows me, then he knows that I will be there at 1 p.m. Now, if if Curtis decides to go to Nando's in three weeks at 1 p.m., but I didn't tell him I'm going to be there, and he's expecting me to be there, that's foolishness, <laughs> right? And then he can't be upset when I don't show up, <laughs> right? Because I never told him I was going to be there. So Elijah did this at the word of the Lord, verse 36 tells us. So it wasn't just random, right? So it was, it was at the word of the Lord. So faith comes by hearing. When, when God speaks something, when God says something, we can have faith in that. Whatever he says. When God speaks something, we can have absolute 100% faith in that. But if he doesn't say it, then we're in doubt, right? We don't, we don't know because he didn't actually... Say it. So, Elijah responded to the word of the Lord. And finally here, I want to look at verse 26 to 29. Verse 26. So they took the bull which was given them, and they prepared it, and called on the name of Baal from morning till noon, saying, O Baal, hear us. But there was no voice. No one answered. And they leaped about the altar which they had made. It was silent. But there was no voice. No one answered. And so it was at noon that Elijah mocked them, and said, cry aloud, for he is a God. Either he is meditating or he is busy. And many um, believe that the word busy there means that he's actually uh, on the toilet. So he was, he was really mocking. Or he's on a journey, or perhaps he's sleeping and must be awakened. So they cried aloud and cut themselves as was their custom, with knives and lances until the blood gushed out on them. I want you to understand something, that these, these prophets of Baal, they were, there's nothing worse than zealous ignorance. Zealous ignorance. Saul was, was like that. He was zealous and ignorant. 
until, until he met Jesus on the road to Damascus. These guys, they believed. They believed. Well, you know, man, if you just believe, right, there are all these um, uh, new age stuff, you know, man, if you just believe, if you just believe, it will happen. Just believe. Well, these guys believed. You don't think they believed? They were cutting themselves. That's how much they believed. But it's about what you believe in. What do you put your trust in? That's what's key. So they believed, but they believed in the wrong God. They believed in a God that couldn't answer. They believed in a God that was silent. And they put their trust and their confidence in him, and he failed them. So they were zealously ignorant, and they began to cut themselves, as was their customs. Verse 29, again, and when midday was passed, they prophesied until the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice. Again, we see, but there was no voice. No one answered. Verse 26, but there was no voice. No one answered. Verse 29, but there was no voice. No one answered. No one paid attention. And when I read those verses there, verse 26 and 29, and I see the actions of these idol worshippers, it's almost a, a glimpse into the spirit realm of how many folks act today. They're, they're trying to draw oil from a rock. You know, they, they are, they are they're demanding responses from things that can't respond. They're, they're demanding answers. They're searching for answers in things that cannot produce any answers. That's, that's the world today. We're, we're knocking on doors that cannot be opened. We're, we're seeking answers from all these things that cannot produce any answers. And here these guys were, 450 of them. And they're, and they're demanding the attention of their God and they're, and they're knocking and they're crying and they're screaming and they're cutting themselves and blood is everywhere. But there's no answer. And it's tragic. And then Elijah comes and prays his prayer of faith. He was a man who heard the voice of God. He was a man who was obedient to the voice of God. He was a man who had boldness. He was bold to do that which God called him to do. And he had confidence in God, 100% confidence that he would do what he said he would do. And from that day, because of one man, because of his boldness, his confidence, his obedience, his fellowship with the Lord. Everyone that witnessed said, he's God. The, the glory didn't go to Elijah, but he was a vessel, and it passed through him and went to God. And God received all the praise and all the honor and all the glory. So this is the kind of man, the type of man that Elijah was. And I want us to um, speak about prayer for 
for a little while. So, so we're going to continue speaking about prayer. But first of all, I wanted you to see Elijah, an Old Testament character with a nature just like ours and what the Lord used him to do. This is a true story. And the Lord used him to do that. And God's word is saying, you are no different. That's what his word is saying. So how do we be like him? Like I said, number one. What's number one? Hear his voice. voice. Amen. Number two. Obedience. Amen. Hear his voice. Obedience. Number three. Yep. Boldness. Yep. Number four. Yeah. Confidence. Confidence in him. Hear him. Be obedient. Be bold. Have confidence. Amen? Amen. Amen. Father, we thank you for today, Lord. We thank you for Elijah. We thank you, Father, for this amazing example of faith. We thank you, Lord, that, you know, sometimes we, we read of these characters in the Bible and we put ourselves in a completely different category. But I love, Lord, that, that you caused it to say Elijah was a man with a nature like ours. He was no different than any of us. Lord, I pray that you would help us to hear your voice. And we know, Lord, that hearing your voice comes from spending time with you, from being in your word, from a fellowship with you. There's nothing greater. There are so many voices in this world. So many people are speaking to us. So many people are are fighting for our attention. And so many times, Lord, we're quick to hear what everything else and everyone else is saying except you. We want to know what you're saying. We want to know what you are saying to us. So Holy Spirit, speak to us. And I believe, Lord, that when you speak, we will be obedient. I believe that TWCC, that when you speak to them, that they will be obedient that they will say yes. Father, I pray for a boldness. Your word says the righteous are as bold as a lion. And I just pray, Lord, for for boldness. We may not stand before 450 prophets of bow and do the same kind of test that Elijah did, but we may have to stand before a crowd of three, four, or five and proclaim the gospel. Give us the boldness. Give us the boldness to to walk up to that group. When you nudge us and say, hey, go share with the entire group the good news of Jesus Christ. Give us the boldness. And Lord, may we know, as we spoke about faithfulness last week, Lord, you are faithful. We can have confidence in your word. 
As David said, I've been young and I've been old, yet I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor God's seed begging bread. You've always been faithful to your people. Your word is truth. And we can trust it all. So Holy Spirit, I pray that every individual in this room and online and who listens to this message later, that you would place a boldness on the inside of us. We love you, Lord. We bless you. We thank you for 1 Kings 18. In Jesus' name, we pray. We'd love to hear from you. Visit us at thewaycitychurch.org.